episode 821. Aaron Rodgers is the topic du jour as he appears on a television game show and signs with the new marketing agency. What does that mean for the Packers? We'll discuss. It's all coming up on Railbird Central next. Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans, and welcome to Railbird Central at Cheesehead TV, the longest tenured Packers podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Brian Caravu, and today we're talking about the Canadian Football League. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers and a whole sort of other topics. We hope to have an interview with Robert Dalton of the New Rouge Radio talking CFL football. Uh, I'm having an issue connecting with Mr. Dalton, but hopefully at a break during the show, we can connect and talk some CFL Uh, I thought the timing was appropriate with the CFL season just getting underway and with the NFL, uh, we're we're in that in-between period between the end of minicamp and the beginning of training camp. No better time to talk some professional football being played elsewhere uh, than the United States of America. Um, So hopefully we'll get to that shortly. But let's start today then, uh, out of order, but uh, still some uh, Packers news to get to. I'll try to tell you, Vince, in our Packers news segment, several pieces of news on the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers today. As you may have seen on television on Sunday evening, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers won the $100,000 pyramid airing on ABC, defeating Fox Sports reporter Aaron Andrews. She was the other celebrity on the show. Of course, they're paired up with contestants. The game show was hosted by former NFL player Michael Strahan. Rogers helped uh, his playing partner, Brooke Snell of California, take home the $100,000 prize. Uh, this isn't the first time Rogers has won a game show, also winning Celebrity Jeopardy in 2015 as well as appearing on the show Big Fan earlier this year. I honestly didn't have the opportunity to watch the show, but I read enough recaps to find out what happened. But congratulations to Aaron Rodgers uh, on winning the $100,000 pyramid regardless. This is what qualifies for news during the offseason here. But uh, more than that, as we just briefly touch on that, in, in other Aaron Rodgers news, and this does have uh, is a little bit more applicable to football, and, and it's actually somewhat related to what we just talked about. The Packers quarterback has parted ways with Excel Sports Management and has hired CAA. This is according to Liz Mullen of the Sports Business Journal, who reported this news on Sunday. And this is exclusively for marketing and philanthropy purposes. Uh, Everything else is status quo. Uh, Rogers will continue to be represented by David Dunn of Athletes First in contract negotiations. 
Uh, but the new agency Rodgers has hired will work with him on things like endorsements and appearances in the media like film and television and things like that. So actually, it was kind of ironic that this news came about on the same day he appeared on the $100,000 pyramid. I'm not sure if that was coordinated through his old agency or the new agency or what, um, but he does have a new agency representing him regardless. If you haven't seen it already, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk speculated in a piece written on the website whether this marketing deal could have any influence on the looming contract negotiations Rodgers is facing from the perspective of whether CAA could leverage the marketing deal into more than that because they they don't do marketing only. They also represent the football side of things too. Uh, As we know, Rodgers still has three years left on his deal But as more and more players sign contracts, the more Rodgers get passed by in compensation. And he gets passed by quarterbacks who are quite arguably not nearly as accomplished as him. Uh, Just recently, David Carr of the Oakland Raiders got a big contract. And he certainly seems like a young, good, up-and-coming quarterback. And maybe he could place himself in the upper echelon and put him in the same category as guys like, you know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's probably not there quite yet, just because he's so young. Um, but, I, I mean, still, there there are other quarterbacks who, who aren't even as accomplished or as good as uh, David Carr and, uh, you know, are, are approaching or surpassing the kind of money Rodgers is making in the last contract he signed. So, you could certainly understand the um the the connection here and speculate and wonder whether Rodgers would perhaps switch representation um although in that same piece by Mike Florio he did acknowledge in a interview Aaron Rodgers has done elsewhere where he praises his agent and thinks he's representing him well so Maybe nothing is, you know, on the horizon here, but I, you know, you you can you can understand if people kind of put one and one together and wonder, well, gee, maybe I I wonder if he is contemplating a move, uh, and we just don't know about it yet, and maybe he wants to see how things go with CAA and this new marketing deal before he decides on new representation from a football perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean, people wonder if, you know, that this, a a new contract could come, you know, really at any time, uh, people think that he's probably outperformed his contract and I would agree he probably has. And the, the longer it goes on, the more, you know, outdated the, the, the money became, I mean, it was very, it was a very competitive contract at the time he he signed it, um, but even then, I think you could see the writing on the wall that it, it seemed like a very beneficial deal to the Packers, and that you know over time it would be relatively uh, you know beneficial to the team from a financial perspective, um, and, and it has been. I think uh, they certainly could be paying him a lot more and, and they probably will have to at some point. It's just a matter of when, 
because there is still three years left on the deal. And the Packers do have room underneath the salary cap. Whether that means they want to put some of that money towards this year's salary cap with any deal Aaron Rodgers signs, it could happen. It could not. Um, Three years out is a long time. It could be a situation where they want to let, say, at least the 2017 season play itself out first. Being like, you signed this long-term contract. Let's honor this for at least another year. Again, that's that's me speculating about the Packers' perspective here. But I could understand if they want to do that. Uh, I could also understand if they want to put some of that money towards this year's salary cap in which they have the room and just get it, you know, uh, so you're dealing with this year and not, you know, years down the road then. Because what you can do uh, from a perspective of of a player contract is you can spread out a signing bonus over five years, over five years, over the length of the contract. Um, and that's going to be where the biggest money is going to come is, is the signing bonus. Certainly he will have a very large base salary uh, just as being a quarterback in the NFL and being a very good and accomplished player who's been good for a long time. You know, some contracts get, get, you know, structured in terms of, well, the signing bonus is pretty much everything. And then it's like a million, uh, a minimum NFL salary for some players. Uh, but those, those are really, you know, the type of players who, who, who exhibit some sort of risk, you know, they have an injury risk or, uh, they, they haven't played up to their contract or for whatever reason, uh, it may be, but that's not the case with Aaron Rodgers. He is accomplished. He does get things done on the football field. He's going to have a big base salary, but still the, the biggest part of the contract will be the signing bonus and they, it will be spread out over five years. It's just a matter of uh, it, it, does it get done here sometime before the start of training camp? You you remember the one of the last in-season extensions the Packers did, you know, just with di- left tackle David Bakhtiari rest, last year. They did it right before week one. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was, you know, training camp had already ended basically. And then right before week one, they got the deal done. Could, could they do that with Aaron Rodgers? It's certainly within the realm of possibility. Um, but it's tough to say what they're going to do, but that's where Aaron Rodgers is right now. And, uh, with, you know, getting a new marketing deal, uh, but everything else staying status quo for the time being. So that was the news kind of breaking over the weekend in the world of the Green Bay Packers and, uh, having us kind of wondering what this could mean for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at large. Um, Let me take a break here. Let me try another time to get Robert Dalton on the phone. We'll talk a little CFL football, and we'll be back in one moment. Well, we're back from break, and unfortunately, I have uh, no better news. I continue to have trouble connecting with Robert Dalton, Um, whether that's uh, I just have the wrong number or... I'm not sure what the issue might be. 
Um, but uh, I'll plunge ahead with this, uh, although I don't have a whole lot more to talk about during the offseason. The day ahead. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will appear in the top 100 players of 2017 as the television series concludes on Monday evening on the NFL Network. Two one-hour episodes will air at 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, so they kind of drag this thing out, and understandably so, when you're getting to the top of the list. Uh, there's a little bit more interest and probably a little bit more to talk about with some of these players. Um, and then that is followed by a one-hour reaction show at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Uh, we know this because the top 90 players on the list have already been revealed in previous episodes, and the NFL released the list of the top 10 players already, although they didn't tell us the specific order they'd appear in. Uh, they listed the players in alphabetical order, letting you know uh, which players are going to be revealed tonight. We just don't know where these players will end up and where will Aaron Rodgers end up? Will he be in the top five? Uh, you know, at one point he was the number one player on the list, but it hasn't been that case in recent seasons. He's continued to be in the top 10, uh, but not co number one. I, I should have went back and found out the last time he was at number one on this list. It was probably after one of the MVP seasons. Um, but Aaron Rodgers certainly staying near the top, and we'll find out tonight where he ranks in this list uh, as voted upon by players in the NFL. Uh, we've already seen several players appear on the list. Uh, Mike Daniels, HaHa ha Clinton Dix, Clay Matthews, and Jordy Nelson uh, are the four other Packers who all have appeared thus far at various points in the top 100 players list on the NFL Network. They have been the only ones, so Packers players who did not make the list and who have made it previously include Randall Cobb. Uh, he's not part of the top 100. And then you could certainly make an argument that maybe the Packers bookend tackles deserve to be in there. Either or both Brian Balaga or David Bakhtiari and I think I could make the argument that uh, David Bakhtiari in particular deserved to be part of the NFL's top 100, maybe not top 10 certainly here, uh, but somewhere within the top 100, but he did not. You have to wonder, like, how far out was he, you know, uh, of this list or of the voting? Uh, I have to imagine he couldn't have been too far out of the top 100 because, Certainly after this past season, after he received that nice contract extension we talked about earlier, he really played at a high level. Uh, I know he was voted upon in all-pro voting. I don't believe he made first team, but was it second team that he actually made? And, you know, made his first Pro Bowl and those kind of things. And it's all been really good for David Bakhtiari, and he certainly deserves it because he's played at a high level ever since entering the NFL and has become the Packers, you know, stalwart at left tackle and the type of guy that they don't plan to move anytime soon. You know, there was a lot of speculation in the offseason about Brian Balaga uh, and whether he could maybe move inside to guard. And again, you know, it was more speculation than anything. 
Uh, but people aren't talking at this point about David Bakhtiari moving. He's kind of entrenched uh, and and penciled in at the left tackle spot, uh, penned in uh, with ink because nobody's going to move him out of there unless he himself uh, gets injured or something like that. He's been playing so well and has improved in so many facets of his game. It used to be that he lacked functional strength and and that probably isn't so much the case anymore. I think that was that was the case when he entered the NFL, and that's where he maybe had the most room to gain. Uh, he always knew he was a good athlete and could move and shuffle his feet really well and slide, kick slide, things like that. And it was the functional strength and the push in the run game that he had to get better at, and he has every single year in the NFL. He's gotten better and better at that. And he's no longer, a li- I wouldn't say he was ever a liability, uh, but he's gotten better in that facet of the game every year as you watch him. And uh, just a, you know an anchor for the Packers along their offensive line. And that's been really great to see from David Bakhtiari. But uh, that's as much as we've got going on in the world of the Green Bay Packers. Like I, like I say, here in the offseason, after the end of minicamp, before the start of training camp, there's not a whole lot going on, and uh, it's we're, we're talking about things like television, <laughs> where our Packers news comes from on these days. But um, that's going to do it for today's episode of Railbird Central. Thank you everybody so much for joining us today and uh, talking a little bit Packers football here. We'll be back again on Wednesday to talk some more. Uh, Railbird Central typically airs every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. That's the live edition of the show, podcasted and on demand later in the day. We'll see you, folks. Have a good Monday. We'll talk to you again just two days from now. I leave you today with a song called The Way That It Goes by Kyle Hollingsworth on Psy Fidelity Records. See See you later, everyone. Go, pack, go. Begging for a change with a Mountain Dew, a puppy on a string and a cigarette. The dreads are hanging past the waistline. In no hurry, just taking his time. Two girls kissing on a corner stop as he walks by the pawn shop. The cool hip stores and the funky shoes. Fishes, vibe, and the door.